0: Uh, we're joined this morning by Chris Unruh. Chris, how you feel about uh, you know these cooler days we've been having here in the Pemina Valley? I love it. I,
1: I'm not much for hot weather, so I absolutely love cool, cloudy weather. Just for me, it's great.
0: I see we're soaking in. You got the hoodie on. I got the flannel on. I'm ready for the cooler yeah, stuff. It's okay. <laughs> totally, totally. Uh, we got Chris here this morning to talk about something really exciting. Friday and Saturday at the Dead Horse Creek Speedway. It's the King of the Corn.
1: You bet. We are ready to crown the King of the Corn, and uh, we're so excited about this. We 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 started out this year not quite knowing how this would go. Um, we were trying to revive this track that that our community lost due to COVID. And uh, there's, there's a whole bunch of people that have put a ton of effort into getting this going. Uh, we've had enormous, an enormous outpouring of support from the business community in terms of sponsorship and help. And uh, this, this whole thing was quite unknown. We, we said when we started this, we're going to try two events and just kind of feel our way through it and see how it goes. And, and we admitted from the start that uh, most of us really don't know what we're doing. Uh, we're just trying to figure it out as we go and uh, the Watermelon Cup that we had on July 7th and 8th was just an enormous success. Uh, we had, you know, like 2,500 people there on Saturday night. The The stands were jam-packed and people were just loving it. It was uh, just a phenomenal event. And uh, the feedback that we got was just fabulous. So we're really, really looking forward to uh, Friday and Saturday doing it again uh, in a much bigger way. And uh, I think the weather is shaping up. This kind of weather is just perfect for prepping a dirt track it doesn't dry out so that's awesome and uh yeah the facilities come a long way this summer as well so really excited about it
0: and with the watermelon cup I also heard just fantastic things about that a lot of people were coming out and you guys kind of use as a way to learn a couple of lessons and figure everything out and I'm sure there's things that you're applying here for the king of the corn that you learned from the watermelon cup
1: yeah we had a we had a really long to-do list over summer um number one was we need we needed more room we we recognized that you know the first night uh, those of us that were organizing it uh, we kind of looked at each other and we we're like wow we got we think it's probably a thousand or more people here and we had kind of been hoping 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 for four or five hundred so we kind of doubled our expectation on the first night and then we thought "Whoa, what's going to happen Saturday and and it just it blew the doors off the stands were just jammed uh, we had like I say we figure we had 2,500 people there and just the talk, uh, in the racing community and around locally, uh, we were expecting a big crowd this time. So, um, basically the day, the day after we finished cleanup for the watermelon cup, we started hauling dirt and, uh, expanding the, the hill around the track to be able to have more stands. So we've got, uh, 1100 more seats, uh, on the way. So we got some, some mobile bleachers that are coming. Uh, which just about doubles our capacity there, and um, we're 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 just expecting a really big crowd. We we don't quite know how to gauge this. It's a, it's a little bit nerve wracking for us because we don't know are we going are three thousand people going to show up or five thousand? We're, we're not quite sure. So um, we're going to have a lot of seating capacity there, and. Uh, I would just encourage people if you're planning to come buy your tickets ahead so that you can just go straight to the gate and get in. Uh, last time we had a couple lineups for people buying tickets. So we've made improvements at the gate so we have more capacity. we can get people through quicker. Um, we, you know we've got extra seating capacity. We've added uh, more uh, food food truck options. Um, we, you know we, we spent the summer focusing on how to make this um, more accommodating to our fans and spectators. So yeah. We're uh, we're geared up and ready to go.
0: Uh, we were talking about how it's going to be bigger this uh, this time around, as you're going to have uh, some more seating available. So expecting some more people. And uh, what about the racing? Are we seeing the same kind of racing that we saw there at Watermelon Cup?
1: Yeah, it'll be it'll be pretty close. A couple of little changes, but um, I guess um, you know, number one was that we wanted to have late models racing here locally. Late models had never raced at this track before. So, you know, the changes that we made um, coming into this season and then throughout the summer. So first of all, before the Watermelon Cup, we hauled about 150 loads of clay onto the track. We reshaped it and uh, it performed just fantastically. It was great. But we recognized when we were done the Watermelon Cup that we could do better. So we hauled another 150 loads of clay on <laughs> and uh, we reshaped it a little more. So the the racing surface is really wide. People come and look at the track and the first thing they say is, wow, this is a wide racing surface. Um, to be able to race five wide on our track is not a problem. So, so that makes it uh, for really exciting racing. Yes, it um, does. It's, um, you know, People who have been around this industry for a while take a look at this track and they go, wow, that's a real late model track. So, you know, we're super excited about bringing late models out. They put on a fantastic show last time. Um, it's, just, um, it's just sort of our, our crown and glory, I think, to be able to bring late models here. So we're excited about that. The other thing, as, as we got into this and started learning about, you know, for me having raced in the past and now switching over to being a promoter, <clears throat> it's been a learning curve and uh, learning that, uh, that the spectators are the customers and, and they're there for a product, they're, they're there for entertainment and some, a lot of people love racing. There's some people that come that maybe racing isn't their first love. And so we want to, we want to entertain them as well. So, so last time we had an air show, Luke Penner came out, did an aerobatics show. It was fabulous. People loved it. Uh, this time we're changing it up a bit. We're going with a bit of a different model. We've got two live bands coming, um, and a big fireworks show Saturday night. So, um, lots of stuff that we're, we're doing to add entertainment value. The, the racing is, is obviously the, the core key component to that. And uh, just really excited about about what that's going to be.
0: Yeah, absolutely, it's going to be good, and you guys are proud to be right here in, in southern Manitoba. A lot of this local stuff and, you, and local bands. You mentioned Superhealer, and then uh, brothers keep coming out, so those are going to be really fun performances. And then fireworks—it's almost like a festival, Chris.
1: Exactly. That's that's <laughs> kind of my my vision is to make it a, a community event. That's not not just for people that race. Uh, it brings the whole community out. And again, our 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 overall goal that we are striving for with this is to bring people together as a community, because when we come together as a community, we can do amazing things. When we, when we're all pulling on the same rope in the same direction, it's crazy what we can all do. We've seen that, and our goal here is to raise funds for Boundary Trails Hospital for the expansion there, uh, which is just also another you know real jewel in our our community here that we have that. So. Um, it's really important to us to be able to do that. That's why uh, we are, we're not shy about charging for seats and we're selling shirts to make money. We're selling concessions to make money. We're doing all these things to try and make money with the goal of helping our hospital with their expansion project.
0: Uh, Chris, for those that uh, maybe still don't know, Dead Horse Creek Speedway, where, where can we find this thing?
1: So the Dead Horse Creek Speedway was formerly ALH Motor Speedway. Uh, It's located west of Morton, so Highway 3 west of Morton, about three miles, road 32W, and half a mile north. And we'll have signs out uh, on race days so that directing people to the site.
0: It's closer than it sounds and you'll probably be able to hear it. You know, you can just follow the sound and then you'll find your way there maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: it, corn and apple is going to be pretty busy and loud too. So I'm not sure how much we're going to compete, but uh, we'll, we'll be out there uh, making a little noise.
0: It's going to be an exciting weekend, Friday, and Saturday. People can
1: get tickets for either day. Talk about where they can find these tickets. So tickets online, uh, our website, uh, deadhorsecreekspeedway.ca. Uh, buy, your, buy your tickets in advance. That's the, that's, uh, you know, I would really encourage that. You can still buy them at the gate. We do cash, credit, debit, whatever uh, we're set up there to take payment. Um, So, yeah, at the gate or online. And if you get it before, you get it earlier, which is just good. Yeah, that'll help
0: speed things up at the gate. Right on. And so uh, you can find all the details online. We'll have it at PembinaValleyOnline.com as well. Chris, thanks so much for coming in today. All right. Thanks for your support.